the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Sasa with Freedom Fellowship Church, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Pastor Chris is still in the Philippines, and she's going to actually be there um, till the beginning of the next month. So until then, I'm going to be filling in for her. And before we get started, I just want to give you a quick update of the things that are happening overseas. We've gotten a chance to talk with Pastor Chris on multiple occasions, and the report that she has been saying over the past several weeks has been very, very encouraging. She's held multiple leadership conferences, business conferences, and for the first time ever, she's held the Prophetic Gathering of the Saints in multiple cities across the Philippines, which is the the end-of-the-year event that we held in San Antonio, December 31st. What she's been saying is really exciting. She's saying that the Philippine people are really excited to hear what the Lord has to say. She has said that basically their shouts of exclamation are deafening, that there's thousands, thousands of leaders, young Christian leaders that have all banded together to hear what the Lord has to say. In addition, there have been hundreds of salvations, many people getting filled with the Holy Spirit for the first time, and miracles, miraculous miracles that have manifested over in the Philippines. So if you've sowed a seed towards this trip, That's part of your seed, and I just want to start this broadcast off with encouraging you that God is moving. God is moving in the Philippines, and it has even been said that while miraculous manifestations and miracles happen in the Philippines, the same will happen in the U.S., here in San Antonio, here in Texas. What we need to do is we need to prepare our hearts for it, and we need to seek after God so that he can move mightily. I know I want to see God move miraculously in the United States. Amen? One of the stories that Pastor Chris told us while she was talking to us about the things that were happening over there involved this young boy who um, she actually met last year when she was in the Philippines. There was this young boy. He was maybe 7 to 10 years old, but he was hit by a motorcycle that was trying to go around this truck. And he was hit very hard, and he was sent to the hospital to be taken care of immediately. And what happened is that the doctors told the parents that his chance of survival was very slim. He was in severe pain. He couldn't lay down. He couldn't sit up. He couldn't eat. He couldn't do anything without being in intense, severe pain, which for a boy that's that young, it's very heartbreaking to see such a young individual going through so much pain. But what happened is that Pastor Chris went to the hospital. She laid hands on him and he became filled with the Holy Spirit. And she told him that as he prays in the Spirit, healing will come. And when the boy, when he started to pray in the Spirit, he was able to actually rest for the first time in a long time. So fast forward to the present, when Pastor Chris returned to that same city... During one of the service, here comes this boy running to her and giving her a hug. Isn't that miraculous? This was a boy who the doctors had said that he was going to die, and here he is running without any physical impairments. 
So praise God. And that's just one of the many stories that Pastor Chris shared with us while she's in the Philippines. And this is all a part of our seed. Every healing, every salvation, every miraculous manifestation that happens overseas in the Philippines by being one of our partners, that's part of your seed. So brothers and sisters, we have many seeds in the ground, and it's very exciting to see what God is going to do in this nation. Amen? So last week, we celebrated Valentine's Day. Many people took their significant others out to dinner, bought them gifts, flowers. Everybody knows how it is. There's an interesting statistic I actually want to share with you. Last year, the National Retail Federation took a poll, and they basically took a poll to see what the average spending on Valentine's Day is for that holiday. And what they discovered was that... An estimated of $18.9 billion was spent on Valentine's Day last year in 2015. That's a lot of money. That's an average of $142 per spender. So it's really interesting to see because one that shows that so many people are so willing to go the extra mile, spend time and resources to build up the relationships that they have with other people. And... That's really encouraging. That's really good to hear that people are willing to invest time and money into their relationships. But one thing that we stop to think about at Free Fellowship Church is how often do we do the same for Jesus? How many resources, how much time are we investing to build that relationship? Because if we think about it, the greatest love of all happened on the cross when Jesus gave his life for us. As the Bible says, there is no greater love than to give one's life for a friend. So how much have we given to build our relationship with Jesus? And that's something we stop to think about at Freedom Fellowship Church. In fact, our Valentine's Day service was entirely dedicated to loving on Jesus. It was actually quite beautiful to see. Everybody went all out. Everybody came to the service with love offerings to give to Jesus. The entire podium, the stage, was decorated with flowers that had been brought by people. Some people prepared a special song. Others prepared a dance. Some people wrote love letters to Jesus. All of it from the heart to show our love for Jesus. But that's something to think about. In all this time that we spend loving on one another, that we're willing to give to one another, sometimes Jesus gets overlooked, and I feel like that should not be the case. In fact, I don't just feel that way, but I know that that shouldn't be the case. So, while we go about our day, why don't we stop to think about what we can do to love on Jesus and to develop that relationship? Something that God impressed upon my heart was the need to build a desire, that longing desire to know him more. There's a Psalm of David. It's Psalm 63, starting with verse 1. David is writing out to God when he was in the desert of Judah. He says, You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you. In a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory because your love is better than life. Isn't that true? My lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live 
and in your name I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. Now that's very strong, passionate language that David says. Just stop to think about that. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you. See, this is an idea that we long for God so much that we are physically affected by it. And then he goes on to say, because your love is better than life. And that's such a true statement, because there is no greater love than the love of Jesus. In fact, it is through the love of God that we can come to know love in its fullness. So let's stop to think about the love of God. The Bible says in Romans 5, But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Now let's think about that. While we still had all of those issues, all of those problems, while we were still a mess, God looked at us with love, with loving eyes that saw us for what we could be. And it's when we come to know that love that we can start to look at other people that way. And that's really what the Christian walk is about. It's about taking the love that God has given us and then showering other people with that same love. Amen? Another thing that Pastor Chris has been talking about is that this year manifestations are being accelerated. That the blessings of God, that supernatural manifestations are coming forth. But the thing is, is that if we focus on the manifestations, if we focus on the things we want, then they're not going to manifest. Why? Because anything that we put before God is an idol. Anything that we raise up above him in priority, that is an idol. However, as she has said on multiple occasions, and this is scriptural, if we focus on the things of God, the things that we have been waiting for to manifest will manifest so quickly this year in 2016. But we can't allow ourselves to take over. We can't allow our mind to take over. We need to allow God to lead us and guide us. If we just focus on God, he'll take care of things for us. He has our best interest. But what happens? The things that we care about the most are the things that we're least willing to give up. But what does that say about us. It says that we don't trust God. God, you can have this. God, you can have that. But this thing right here, I don't trust you with that. I'm going to do my own thing. Because when you do the thing that God is not telling you to do in that place, that means you don't trust him. It means that you're not willing to let him take over of every area of your life. But the thing is, we don't just say that Jesus is our savior. Do we? No, we say that he is our Lord and our Savior. So it's not enough that he died for our sins and took the punishment for us. Now we need to allow him to become the Lord of our lives. And brothers and sisters, if we do that, he is willing and able to take care of our every need. What did David say in that scripture that I just read in Psalm 65? He said, I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. I will be fully satisfied 
as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. Fully satisfied with the richest. See, for God, it's not just enough to satisfy us, but he wants to give us the richest of the foods, the richest of things to enjoy for those who focus and obey him. Another example, take the words of Jesus himself. In Matthew chapter 6, starting with verse 25, he says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. See, we need to stop spending so much time worrying about this, worrying about that, and all of these things. If we would take that energy that we spend in worrying and focusing on God, then we would be not only more productive, but then God would have free reign to take care of those things in our lives because we finally took our hand off of it. And really, that's one of the biggest things that stops manifestations from coming in is that we get in the way. You see, God takes care of all the plants, all the animals, so so much more for us. And for we are created in his image, in his likeness. And so much more for those of us that have accepted him into our hearts. Does this make sense to you, brothers and sisters? So we need to stop fretting, we need to stop toiling, but focus on God. It says in James, if we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. And all God wants is our time. All God wants is our love, our affection, and our obedience. What do we say so often in this ministry? For our language is love, and our currency is faith and obedience to Jesus Christ. So let us act out those things. Let us act that out. We don't need to worry about all the troubles of life. If we focus on God, if we go before the Lord, ask him, God, what do I need to do today? God, what do I need to be doing now? If we obey God, then he's going to take care of the rest. God is not like many people can be. Many people can be unreliable. But God 
when he tells you to do something, is not going to leave you out to fend for yourself. No, if you obey the Lord, he will take care of every step along the way and prepare you. So let's put energy towards loving on God, towards drawing near to God. Amen? Another thing that Pastor Chris said, and this is along the same lines, is that we cannot live 2016 like 2015. The same routines, the same patterns, the same way of thinkings, that's all gone. 2016 is a year where we've been given a clean slate, brothers and sisters. So any mistakes of the past, any old issues, we need to lay it down before God and allow that to be done and away with and not pick it up again. The clean slate is what's allowing this accelerated manifestation to come forth. Amen? So it's an exciting year. So we need to love on God. We need to get out of the way. Get out of the way, and we need to drop any issues of the past, any old patterns, any old ways of thinking. And we can't expect God to move a certain way. But that goes again back to getting our mind out of the way. As Pastor Chris talked about last week, what do we know about the Pharisees? She talked about how the Pharisees knew the scriptures. They knew the prophecies that were in the Old Testament about the Messiah. Right? They were scholars. They studied it for years and years and years. That was their entire existence. That was their entire profession. But when the Messiah came and was fulfilling all of those prophecies, they didn't recognize him. They didn't accept him. And why is that? Because he didn't fit their preconceived ideas on what the Messiah was supposed to look like what the Messiah was supposed to act like. He didn't fit what they assumed it would be like. And if we're not careful, that's what the move of God might be like for us if we aren't attentive and if we don't get out of the way. So we can't assume that God is going to act a certain way or that he's not going to act a certain way. Pastor Chris has said on multiple occasions, 2016, God is taking us to a place that we've never been before. Never been before. So I don't care how God moved in the past. I don't care what God did in the past. Any good, any bad that happened, it doesn't matter because this is a new season. This is a brand new start. So we can't assume that God's going to act a certain way. We need to go before God and ask God, where do you need me to be now? What step do I need to take now? And if we focus on God, if we focus on where he wants us to be, I believe we're going to see miraculous moves in this country. Amen. Signs and wonders are happening overseas, brothers and sisters. It's time they started happening here in the U.S. God has already started revival inside the hearts of many in the U.S. Let's start to see miraculous signs, wonders, manifestations happening. Amen. Before we go, let me pray with you. Dear Heavenly Father God, I lift up each and every one of these listeners, God, and I pray, Lord, that they would think about these words and they would take to heart the things that have been shared on this broadcast, Lord. I thank you, God, for opening up, God, a fire of love, a fire of revival, a passion, a burning passion that they would physically yearn for your presence, Lord. 
that they would have a desire so strong, Lord, that they will seek after you, Lord. I thank you, God, for working out, Lord, any preconceived ideas, God, any preconceived notions, Lord, of how you are going to move. But, Lord, I thank you that you are going to move mightily, that you are going to move so strong in each and every one of their lives, Lord. And I thank you, God, for the miraculous manifestations that are already on their way, Lord, in the name of Jesus, God. I thank you, God, for restorations of families, Lord. I thank you, God, for healed limbs, Lord. I thank you, God, for healing from sickness, illnesses, viruses, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. I thank you, God, for restoration of finances, Lord, restoration of relationships, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I call them forth, and I thank you, God, that all of these things are for your glory and for your honor, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. And it's true, it is all for his glory. And that's the last thing I want to leave you with, is that remember why God wants to bless us. Because it's not only for ourselves, although we will benefit. It is for the glory of the Lord and to bring even more people to Christ. We ought to be radiating so much with the love of God and the blessings of the Lord that other people can't help to take notice. So before we go, I just want to leave you with this scripture. Numbers 6, 22 through 27. This is God speaking to Moses. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the sons of Israel. You will say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall invoke my name on the sons of Israel and I shall bless them. You see, we ought to be a reflection of the love of the Lord. And that's where this comes forth. What has been said about this year? Pastor Chris has said on multiple occasions this year, we're going to look good. We're going to feel good. We're going to do good. And we're going to be good all for the glory of God. Well, where does this come from? It comes from when we focus on God, his goodness his glory and his blessing becomes reflected upon us. We become a mirror for him. That's where the looking good comes from. That's where the feeling good comes from. That's where the doing good comes from. People are going to see it on our countenance. It's going to be all over our face. It's going to be all over our expression. So let's make it happen. Let's start reflecting on the world so that they'll look at us and they'll see God working in us. Amen? Well, as I said before, Pastor Chris is still in the Philippines. So it's not too late to sow a seed to this mission trip. We still have expenses to pay, and it's a fertile ground. So if you want to still sow a seed to the Philippine mission trip, it's not too late. Go to our website as soon as you can, www.sogmi.org. Again, that's www.sogmi.org. You will see a button on the top right-hand corner that says Donate. From there, it will take you to our PayPal link where you can pay online and give money to our ministry, and you can specify that you want it for the Philippine mission in the notes section. So again, it's not too late. It's fertile ground. We are hearing so many great stories about what God is doing overseas in the Philippines. If you'd like to join us on one of our services, we meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. and every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. We also have a Wednesday 
service, Wednesday prayer service, at 7 p.m. Our facility is located at 8419 Callahan Road, off IH-10 in San Antonio, Texas. You can find more information on our website at www.sogmi.org. Also, give us a call. Call us at 210-695-1630. Again, that's 210-695-1630. We love to hear from you guys. It's always so encouraging to hear about how this radio broadcast is affecting you listeners and how it's touched you and how God is moving in your lives. If you have any testimonies about some miraculous manifestation, about something that God has done in your life, don't hesitate to call us again at 210-695-1630. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.